Greetings, all you very rare individuals. Welcome to another Afrocop podcast. This is episode 11. We're going to talk about what makes the African culture. The African culture is diverse, it's vast. You know, there's many countries in Africa. So there's going to be a lot of things involved in our culture. And this is a great way for the Scottish people to also understand our culture a little bit as well. Because this is not the Scottish podcast or the African podcast. This is the Afro-Scott podcast. And I'm doing this so we can all get to know each other and understand each other more. So first of all, with African food, African food starts at home with your mother and her cooking. You know... Is never the same, you know, especially when you're growing up in Glasgow or Scotland where there's not that many African restaurants or, you know, places where you can eat, sit down or take away African food. Um, home is the only place where, well, while growing up for me, especially, where I could get any African food or eat any African food. And it always made me sort of connect to my identity more than African. Even during those times where I didn't really feel like I wanted to be African or be a part of Africa or be known as an African. You no, know, I still enjoyed the food greatly. You know, and it was something to also remember where we came from as well. You know, when your mother makes the food, you just feel so alive. You know, there's just something about your mother's cooking, especially the African food, where you just feel, you know, more African in a way if that makes more sense. And in the food, there's different types of African food, you know, the jollof rice, pounded jam. You know, if you go to parties, the parties, jollof rice is always the best type of jollof rice. Um, obviously, you can't compare with your mum's, but there's just something about party jollof rice. I don't know who makes it, <laughs> you know, but um, whoever mum, whoever's, um, mud, whoever has that mother in their life is very lucky. But yeah, you know, there's pounded jam, jollof fried, there's amala, there's plantains. You know, when you kind of get those type of foods growing up, you know, it makes you appreciate your culture more, where you come from. It makes you not forget about it. Yeah, and it always starts with your mother, you know. Anytime I think of African food, I always remember my mother's cooking. You know, I can cook a little bit myself, but it can never, ever rival my mother's cooking, you know. And not only that, I remember my father was also saying how rice wasn't even like a African thing at some point, which was very strange for me to hear. And, you know, and it was only like around the 70s, 80s where it started to change. But growing up, he never really had rice in the house. You know, um, it was more like um, yams and breads and. Um, stuff like that, you know, rice wasn't really, but now, you know, if you don't have jello rice or fried rice at a party, you know, um, it's not really an African party, <laughs> you know, um, jello rice, fried rice, and the way we make jello and fried rice is always different, you know, different countries make it in different ways in Africa as well. And also, when you eat African food, it allows you to remember all the long history, you know, I remember reading Things Fall Apart, which is a literature by a Nigerian called Akebe, or I might butcher that name, but it's called Akebe. And he mentions palm wine so many times in the book, you know. Palm wine is mentioned so many times in, 
you know, different types of food I mentioned. So it just shows you that you can't really talk about Africa and not talk about the food, you know, what we eat. You know, and it's very, really healthy food as well. Most of it is very natural. Um, and it's not really processed. A lot of African food isn't processed as well. So it's really healthy too. You know, there's a lot of vegetables involved. Um, spinaches and stuff like that. That is involved in like a bun or soup, a goosey soup. Just things like that. But, you know, that's a huge integral part of our culture. And, and without it, you know, without that part of that African food being a part of the culture is not really as strong in my opinion you know because the food is so powerful it's something that all of us can remember and relate to so as an African we should continue eating our African food and that will in turn build in us and continue to strengthen our strong African identity as Afro Scots <laughs>